Hello out there, football fans. This is Big Eric. Tell it like it is podcast. A little fired up today. Thanks to a good friend of mine named Randy Martin Jr., Kansas City. I'm from Kansas City, as I mentioned. So I catch a little slack how well Kansas City Chiefs organization has been, especially in the last decade. And who would blame them for being a Washington football team fan? I'm optimistic, and I'm trying to get this out there for fans to also be optimistic. I can't tell people how to feel. I can't tell people what to say. I can't tell people what to like and dislike. Nobody's perfect. I love that phrase because nobody's perfect. But I am here to tell you what I feel, and the year hasn't started. But I really feel good where this team's direction is going on players, coaches. Now, I will get to the coaches, but that'll be another day. And we know when July gets here, training camp will start breaking. And we'll really start getting some kind of feel of these NFL teams. Everybody's good right now. And I get that. And I get that. But don't sit here and act like Ryan Fitzpatrick is some scrub. Okay, well, Washington's two quarterbacks, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, combined for 34% QBR. That's pass rating, people. Okay, let's, let's take you to Miami. Do y'all honestly think Tula won them football games? Do you honestly think Tula won them football games? And people, the last running game they had was Kenyon Drake, and they shipped him off to Arizona. So you got to look at that organization. You bench Ryan Fitzpatrick. We get it. I get it. I understand. He may be turnover prone. He may disappear like what people say. But does he disappear after nine games, ten games? Or does he have his little stumbles early and people say, oh, here we go again? I understand. But don't make like this man's a scrub. I think his cast is going to be a lot better in Washington. Tell it like it is, A, because I'm a fan, B, because I believe in them coaches, C, I believe that they got hidden gems and weapons that he could spread that ball around, D, I think the running game is going to get a lot better Especially if Jared Patterson makes that team like I expect, and I'm going to get into him a little bit later today. Okay, so don't sit up here and act like Ryan Fitzpatrick cannot play. Yeah, he's a journeyman. What was the team's uh, Jets, Tampa, Miami? And now Washington, and I might be missing a couple of more, but never mind about all that. But, yes, a journeyman. But here's something that I'm not missing. 
You know he's in the record books, right? So here's some here's some hope for fans that don't believe me or doubt where Washington is going. And if you're not a fan, I really don't care what you think. And if you are a fan, you don't have to listen or believe what I'm going with all this or what I'm what I'm saying. You don't have to believe me. I don't care. Tell it like it is podcast. He's in the record books, fellas. He is in the record books, ladies and gentlemen. Posted three 400-yard passing games. Okay. He ties Dan Marino and Peyton Manning. Okay. Now, with that being said, this guy is capable of lighting up the scoreboard. I think he got the better sporting cast in Washington. Hasn't been in the playoffs ever in his career. But due is due, time is time, and it's now. 17 years. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to the playoffs. He's going to take Washington to the playoffs. I was asked in a text what I think Washington's record will be and will they win the NFC East. Ha <laughs> I'm not going to shy away from nobody or anything, peoples. I am telling you. I had told him when I replied. I'm not going to shy away. I'm not going to back away. Okay? I feel Washington will be 11 and 6. And yes, they will win the NFC East. There has not been a back-to-back NFC East champions. And I believe uh, I'm not 100%, but I think it's close to 17 years. But again, does that even matter? I was asked a question. I answered it. And I will not shy away. And I'm going to stick to that gun. So you might ask, what happens if they don't? All right, get ready for next year. It's the direction they're going. And it's the supporting cast that they're putting together in Washington. Now, I did mention the running game. And that brings me to undrafted free agent. From the University of Buffalo, Jarrett Patterson. I believe he's going to make this team. I believe everybody's going to get used to this name. And I believe it's going to be good for Antonio Gibson, people. Patterson in the WAC conference. I don't care who he played. I don't care what it was played. This is impressive, people. This young man averaged 178.7 yards a game. That's the average. That's not every single game, but that's the average, okay? Then he had posted 300 yards rushing twice. Let that, let that, let that set in. 
Let that set in for a minute. 300 yards rushing twice. Let it set in, please. Then, if y'all looked at football or college football, I don't know how you're not here. Yeah, it was against Kent State. Say what you want. Say what you want. This guy went for 409 yards and eight touchdowns. Okay. You want to talk about impressive? Why didn't he get drafted? Again, everybody's looking at the body type. He's small. Okay. This was less competition. Okay. Well, damn it, I'm here to tell you. This kid, I feel, can play. He runs between tackles, good balance, strong. And I believe if they keep three running backs, it's him. It will be him. But they might elect to go with four because that running back room, it's pretty good. All right. So I'm telling you, this kid can play, Jared Patterson. And then he recorded two games total of 710 yards. He's in the record books for reaching 1,000 yards rushing with fewer games, okay? That means this guy could have went for 1,000 yards and – in three games, maybe four games. I'm just saying. Y'all want to spell and count Washington football team out and the season ain't started? Again, everybody's good. Everybody's good. But it's the pieces is what I'm trying to give hopeful to Washington football team nation. I don't give a damn if, if, if what other teams are doing. You want to talk about what other teams doing? Then go listen to their podcast. I don't give a damn. I'm telling you what's going on with Washington. And then, you know, I had the word jail. Washington needs a jail. Well, damn it, that's what was so special about last year. Them coaches didn't know them players. It was Zoom meeting. It was COVID. Okay, everybody dealt with that. Okay, maybe they did. But then there, a lot of people have veteran coaches still. Uh, same organization. Didn't, didn't have to add many players. Wasn't young. So, yeah, maybe maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm sure they did. I know the COVID they had to deal with, and I know the Zoom meeting they had to deal with. But what I'm telling you, Washington was new coaches, a young team. They worked salary cap to perfection. They picked up some players, got rid of some players to perfection. So you want to talk to me about jail? Hell, I don't have no hair much. Why do I need jail? That's what I see when I hear jail. But if you're trying to tell me that they need to jail together, 
Well, if anything, after this season, going seven and nine, winning the division, that that should be confident to a young, hungry team, uh, resilient and grit. Now, get to y'all in Kansas City. Yeah. I, I, I love to debate with you guys. I love my Facebook friends. It's fun. We jaw before football season. We jaw after football season. I respect y'all. And I know. And I'm going on the record to say Kansas City Chiefs is a team to beat. Even though they got to beat down in that Super Bowl. For obviously reasons. I know that. I know that, and it ain't no knock. It's a compliment to y'all out there in Kansas City listening. But I am going to tell you, make no mistake about it, Buffalo, Kansas City, Green Bay, uh, whoever else is on the record, I don't have the schedule near me. That's right off the top of my head. Maybe Seattle with explosive big receivers. All I can tell y'all is, so what? So what? Tyreek Hill fast, the cheetah. So what? So what? I'm going to tell you what's in that secondary, though. William Jackson III. This guy is a Ron Rivera type player. He worked himself to be good. I know people say, oh, you got to work at it. But you know what? He had a bad taste in his mouth when he entered the league 2016. Then he broke a torn ligament. Then the guy got real. The guy got real. He even played on an injury and had 41 pass breakups. 2020. I believe his stats was 43 pass breakup, over 150 tackles. Okay? You want to you wanna talk to me? Talk to me. I'm not sitting here fearing nobody, and I'm sure in the hell not going to shy away from none. Washington football team people will be legit. We planned some explosive offenses, but <laughs> don't forget our defense is pretty damn good. Our defense is pretty damn good. So throw the jail in out the window, throw the scheduling out the window. Boo, pick up some Kleenex and cry about the schedules in the jelly. Cause I don't want to hear it. You can miss me with all that. I'm telling you what's coming. I'm like the weatherman. I'm trying to warn y'all before the storm actually get hits. Okay? Big Eric, tell it like it is. Podcast. Now, let me let me talk to you about slot corner. Y'all know him. He wanted he won a world title hill, Kendall Fuller. Yes. Yes. With the merging of the draft pick, St. Jude, by the way, big, tall, physical receivers, I can vision 
Now I say vision because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not the coach and I'm not in D.C. But I can vision St. Jude on one side and William Jackson is going to chase down team's best receivers. So what's that mean? That means you got Fuller in the slot. Okay? So if you're going to shred this team, you, you probably, you're probably going to have to use their aggressions against them. Not giving any coaches, if anybody out there listening, any any tips on how to how to throw against them. But yeah, and Jimmy Marlin, I haven't even talked about this young man. He's starting to come in his own. He led the teams in pass defense, and he was in the slot because Kendall Fuller had to play man, play on man outside sometimes. So they got versatilities now. Don't 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 sleep on that. Do not go to sleep on that team, okay? So, when it comes down to it, and you or whoever going to make a case because they got the better quarterback, they won more games, okay, fine. That, that was what, last year? We in a new season, people. New season. What have y'all added? What have y'all added? I know Kansas City's offensive line probably got stronger, and but I still will debate that that's probably more of a run, run offensive line. I mean, I'm sure they have to pass protect, which brings me, can they deal with all that speed on the edge? Chase Young. Monte Sweat. Hey, let me talk about this rookie from Penn State that they drafted called Shaka Tony. I can argue he probably he probably played more more ball and better ball than uh, Parsons that Dallas had drafted as a linebacker. And don't get me started with the NFC East, please. I'm gonna stay right where I'm at, stay on cue in this episode. Why Shaka Tony was a huge draft pick? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Ryan Kerrigan, that they wouldn't even re-sign, and I was glad, well, let me say not glad that somebody was out of job, but production versus character and the name on the jersey and number 91, the number on the back, his production didn't mix in with that defense. Okay, and here's why. You mean to tell me somebody that that's on a decline or if you think he's on the rise out there, how in the hell he only had five sacks? Okay, that's what he did in his replacement when, when he had to replace Young or Monte Sweat, give them a breather as a rotational player. People, five sacks. He was rested. His playing time was diminished. Diminish. And he mustered five sacks. I don't even think it was very many pressures. Uh, at the top of my head, I don't think it could be more than 10 pressures. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I, wasn't, I wasn't attracted to his play, so I didn't really pay attention. I know he only got five sacks. 
Okay, so yes, you may lose. You may lose uh, the locker room type player, but the production went to Philadelphia when the Eagles signed Ryan Kerrigan. So Shaka Tony, I feel, is an upgrade. And I feel that when he comes in and spills one of them or if one of them gets hurt, that production is not going to be lost. I feel that. Okay. Now, I want to talk about somebody in the interior of that defensive line. 11 sacks. I think he has over 20, maybe 40 sacks. Nah, let, let's keep it real. I think it might be about 20-some sacks in his career, but coming from the interior D-line, but I'll get back on that stat with you guys. But coming from the interior D-line, he was out of football last year due to injuries. Big number 98, Matt Lonanitis. Okay, you want to talk about somebody control traffic? Traffic jam? Okay. This guy can play. This guy can flat out play. So that that interior, that D-line, if he stays healthy, and I hate using that phrase, but I have to because every team's dealing with that phrase if they stay healthy. This guy, that interior, that defensive line, I don't care how many run-blocking offensive linemen you bring in, you will have hell moving that interior line. Deron Page, Jonathan Allen, Tim Sellos, and Matt Lonitis. They're slippery. They're good. They need to just collapse that front pocket, collapse it, and let them bookends do their thing. So the weakness is will be that linebacker core with Jamin Davis, as I alluded to, is a stud, and I feel he will be a stud, and I feel he'll be a defensive rookie of the year. The other question is, where are you playing? Are you playing the Mike? Are you going to play him the Will or the Sam? Because he can play all three, people. <laughs> he can play all three. <laughs> no, make no mistake about it. He can play all three positions. He's always around the ball. Kentucky, just check out some stats. He's always around the ball. And when he when he when he catches it, he flies. Then he ran a 70-yard, 80-yard interception back last year in college. I don't even think they put a finger on the man. I mean, you're looking at athletes, you're looking at players, you're looking at somebody that's gonna buy into the system. And that's what they bring it in. That's what they bring it in. I don't have much time left. I'm going to try to keep everything between 25 minutes to 30 minutes segments. But I do want to let you know, especially my good people out there in Kansas City, this matchup may be a problem for the Chiefs. May be a problem. Maybe a problem for the whole schedule. And you got to say maybe. And it's time for y'all to say maybe because we don't know. But I do know. I think a lot of y'all fear the unknown. 
And I'm trying to give y'all a severe weather warning that a storm could be coming. Or when y'all go to D.C., it could be waiting on you. This team's for real, people. Washington football team's for real. I haven't even talked about special teams, and that, that plays huge. And I'm going to get to that also. Like I said, I'm going to wake up, and whatever I feel like discussing about my team, I'm going to do it. But make no mistake about it, because you've been to two Super Bowls, you've been a beast of the AFC West. Don't think my team's going to roll down, roll over for you. But it's a week by week. Up first is the L.A. Chargers. And that kid's playing some damn good football, Herbert. But I, I think they're going to bother him because I think that pass rush is going to raise all kind of havoc. Okay? Let's not let's not jump the gun. Oh, hell, it's, it's June. We will jump the gun because y'all feel like y'all going to beat Washington, and I'll say no. Okay? Well, I'd like to thank for whoever listening out there. This is Big Eric. I'm going to be signing off. Hope you enjoy this podcast. And if this reaches the D.C. area, oh, there's a lot of optimistic about this team to love. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this team is legit. This team is going to surprise some people. And again, I am sticking with my feelings, prediction, they will go 11-6 and win the NFC East. Everybody be safe out there. Thank you very much.